0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Odyssey podcast. Today, it is just myself steering the ship. Um, Connor Campbell is doing real-life things. So I'm just going to jump on and have a chat about a couple of different things, some things that are on my mind, some things that are particularly relevant to uh, all of the athletes that I work with and and, uh, that work with Odyssey Strength in the coming months as competition becomes a thing again. Um, So the weekend just gone. We were at the um, City Gym Open, uh, an Irish Powerlifting Federation competition. It was my first one since uh, Irish PF Nationals in 2020. And it was amazing. It was one of my favorite competitions ever um, because it was funny to walk into the venue and obviously see faces that I haven't seen in 18 months. And it was like... It was like the world had stood still and and we pressed play when we walked into the venue because it felt so normal. <laughs> it felt like I had seen everyone maybe a month ago and uh you know, and I got to have some some great chats and, and conversations and and it re- really reminded me of the the beauty of powerlifting as a as a as a sport, as an endeavor. Like you can be a powerlifter and and not uh, compete. I don't I don't care about any of that. Like you can, you know, if you train as a powerlifter trains and your goal is to increase your SBD and 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 you identify yourself as a powerlifter, then sure you're a powerlifter. But competition really kind of is the is the icing on the cake. It's it's the, I don't know. It's it's the glue that holds the sports together. You know, um, it, it it really, yeah. It reminded me what this what this is all about um so so i'm really grateful for for the Irish powerlifting Federation for the hosts behind this week's competition or weekend's competition and uh yeah i'm really excited for the next one which happens to be junior and masters nationals uh, again in city gym in limerick a fantastic venue run by even better people um so what i want to talk about um uh, based on some experiences over the weekend um is something I think will be particularly relevant to uh, a lot of, again, my own lifters in the coming month. Is competing for the first time, and everything that that entails. So it's stressful. <laughs> you're gonna be nervous. That's normal. You know, it would be weird if you're if you weren't nervous. I'm sure any, even powerlifters who've competed, you know, a hundred times. Are still nervous when they when they walk out to the platform. You're you know you're in front of people, and a, a large amount of power powerlifters at least powerlifters that I know you know aren't the most social creatures. So that alone is a, a nerve wracking experience. So um so yeah that's fine. What is really important in your first competition is your expectation. Your first competition is not the competition where you go to break records or be a world champion. Or prove yourself to anyone, you know, particularly if you're a, a, a younger a sub junior lifter, you know. At the end of the day, sub junior records are, are like they're cool, you know. Like they are actually, they're inherently cool. It's cool to say I broke a, a national record, but they're not that meaningful because sub junior records are the ones that change hands the most. You know, they, your sub junior record is going to be broken next year. Or the year after that. Or the year after that. It will be broken. Um, so definitely don't compromise your day, your enjoyment of the day, based on a pretty superficial title or accolade, you know. Ultimately, the end goal in powerlifting, of thing, at least for me, this might change person to person, is to reach the limit of your potential you know which means do the thing for a long time <laughs> i think that's something that all uh coaches or or, or high level athletes would agree on is like this shit takes a long time it's gonna take you at least 10 years to to get to that point where where you're you know you're at the limit of your potential you might never even reach that you know you might you might pull a, a Dave Ricks on it and be 62 and still still up there. Um, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But it's definitely Yeah, it's definitely a long term focused thing. So your first powerlifting competition, the priority should be the experience, soaking in the experience, enjoying it. I hate when I see new lifters, young lifters, first timers running about the place with a frantic look on their face, you know, like if, if you have a coach, the coach is there for you. The coach will do everything, at least, uh, how we, um, approach comp day as coaches here at Aussie strength is you don't have to do anything. <laughs> we'll load your bar. We have all your warm ups planned. We have your attempts planned. You just have to lift, you know, you have to lift and more again, more importantly, enjoy yourself. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's it's not nice to see people frantic on comp day, you know, people running around the place and and, and um, not just being present and, and soaking up what it, what should be a fantastic, fun, rewarding experience, you know, and that's something that even to my uh, more experienced athletes, something I find myself tip- constantly saying as they're going out usually for their first uh squat attempt is just take your time soak it in you know walk out give yourself five seconds on the platform look around breathe remember this because there's only there's like if you're in this for the long the long run you've only got one first powerlifting competition you know and uh and it helps to be able to look back after your first powerlifting competition and remember enjoying it a lot you know that'll really make training for your second powerlifting competition or your third powerlifting competition much, much, much more enjoyable. So, a couple of pieces of advice: open light. <laughs> your opener should be your last warm up. That's probably a piece of advice that can extend beyond your first powerlifting competition, and even like I'm watching World Championships right now. Go Team Ireland, we're doing fantastic. Um, I think we have three is it three world champions now, as of Monday the twenty seventh. That's incredible! Big, big ups! Well done to everyone who's even on that platform. That's a an honor that the majority of lifters will never will never uh, be afforded. So again, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, but people, <clears throat> even at world championships, are still making mistakes of, you know, opening on third attempts. Like I've seen a good a good number of lifters already go two for nine, bomb out. You know, because they're they're that's clearly an issue with expectation. I mean even if things go wrong on on the day or in the warm up room or with weight cuts like you know you need to you need to be willing to adjust expectation because it's a game of total it's a game of building that total if you're not registering an attempt then you don't get to build that total um but yeah, open light, real nice and light. it's much easier to take a nice big jump from opener to second attempt than it is to try and grind out an opener and then a second and then face into a third on top of that you know um so yeah that's the first piece of advice second piece of advice if you have a coach ask them to plan your warm-ups and and your timings for your warm-ups and your attempts and attempts should be planned in ranges you know not in specific. so i'll always like obviously your opener is going to be a specific number but again even that's subject to change on the day if things are moving great um. Um. But yes. Uh, so, like, second attempt should be arranged depending on how opener moves, and third attempt should be arranged depending on how second attempt moves. You know, so have all that planned. If you don't have a coach, plan it yourself. Um, you should probably start warming up somewhere between twenty and thirty minutes before you are set to start in your flight. So, something that people don't often consider is if you're at the end of a flight. That could be about 10 minutes, you know, you don't want to start warming up, um, let's say 30 minutes out from when the flight starts. If you're at the end of the flight, you don't want to be warmed up <clears throat> 10 minutes too early because then you're looking at like a 15 to 20 minute rest time, you know, so start warming up 20, 30 minutes before you're set to start lifting. And you should be able to see that on comp day and there should be a screen that displays the running order or if you're confused, you can just ask someone. Um, yeah, keep everything as close to your training environment as possible at your first competition. And there's always room for experiment. There's room to find out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But if you take, let's say, uh, 10 kilo jumps in training, don't take 20 kilo jumps on the day. <laughs> if you're nice and relaxed in training and you listen to... My kind of music, which is uh, typically soul and funk and happy music, don't start listening to, you know, crazy heavy metal or or techno and bopping around with smelling salts on the day. (laughs) Keep everything as close to your training environment as possible. Keep it it to, to what you know, what you're familiar with, so that on comp day there are no surprises. You just go out and you do the thing, you've done a thousand times in training before. It's really simple. Um, Yeah, like again, there is a a huge advantage in having someone there to coach or handle you. So if you you can arrange that beforehand, if you don't have one, really, really, really valuable stuff. Have all of your stuff packed the night before, so all of your gear that you use for training. Make sure you know the the, uh, commands, so on the squat, you get a start command, which means you start the squat, or they might say squat. They usually say squat, I think. Um, now that does not mean you have to start the squat when they say it. What that means is you satisfy the conditions for them to allow you to start the squat, which are that your knees are locked, your hips are locked, you're, you're standing up in a, in a straight position. Um, then you can at your own pace within the minute of time that you've got start the squat and again you've got one minute to start the squat so there's no rush a lot of people get freaked out when they get the the squat command and they just immediately squat and they rush the brace and everything no just take your time it's on you you've, you've got that minute no matter what you have got that minute um so you get the the squat command you squat down you stand up tall you wait and then you get the rack command. Boom. Bench press. Again, you get the bench or start command. You bring it down to your chest. You push back up. You wait for the rack command. You get the rack command. And again, on the bench, you get that start command. Once the elbows are fully locked, the heels are on the ground, the butt's on the bench. Once you're in a position that validates your, your, your attempt. Um, but again, it does not mean you have to start when they say, you know you can you can hear the command and and then prepare yourself Um, deadlift the most straightforward of all you pick up the weight you wait at the top they tell you to drop it make sure you know these make sure you're familiar with these because there is nothing worse than than you know kicking yourself for for, for missing an attempt because it is quite a, a silly thing and it, it happens quite a lot um so yeah just just be on top of that it's, a, it's probably a very good idea to Implement them into your training uh, in the in the weeks prior to to competition. So, you know whether it, like if you're doing singles, just have someone give you commands, uh, something along those lines. Another thing is respect the venue, respect the equipment, respect the warm-up room, respect the lifters, respect the coaches. <laughs> Be respectful. And there's there's nothing worse than, uh, you know, being a dick in the warm-up room, like. You're all in it together, you know. You might be lifting with with some of your competition again. If it's your first competition, it does not matter. Um, but be helpful. Just be nice. Be, uh, you know, be con- conscientious in the warmup room. Don't throw equipment around because, especially if you're in a venue that's a an operational gym and you're using their equipment, that's their equipment. That's how the business runs. Don't throw shit around, you know. To an excessive degree of course you're you know you can't especially in a time sensitive situation you can't gently place things everywhere you go but just you know don't be a dick just be sound continues to be incredible advice across the board um an extension of that is on the platform if things don't go right if your if your attempt selection is a little bit off and you end up failing an attempt um on the squat and the bench, stick with it. Do not dump the bar on your spotters because your spotters that are there to protect you—they will protect you. Um, particularly in the RHPF, some some fantastic spotters—they um, will help you. You know, if if you fail, you're not going to be stuck. They will pick the bar up for you. So just stick with the bar, keep it on your back. As soon as you start moving down, um, and the, and the lift is beyond your grasp, the referee will signal and they will help you up, you know? So do not dump the bar on the spotters. Um Yeah, and there you have it. You've done your first powerlifting competition. <laughs> if it's not enjoyable, what's this all for? You know? And and that's something that even even some of my most experienced athletes uh live by. You know, for if, if we're not having a good time, if we're not looking back and saying, Man, I enjoyed that experience, then what are we doing? You know, we're just <laughs> We're moving metal straight up and down it uh y- you have to be motivated by more than just the allure of of accolades and, and titles and records and, and championships and all the rest of it it has to mean a little more to you uh if, if you want to be in it for for the long run But there you have it there's a there's there's a little bit of a guide on your on your first competition i know i've got a good number of of odyssey strength athletes looking forward to their first competition in four weeks time and i cannot wait it's going to be such a good time and we're going to do everything we can in that in that warm-up room and just in the venue that day to make it as fun and enjoyable and uh and rewarding for for everyone as possible and if it's anything like this weekend just gone it will be it'll be just that so there we have it guys quick little episode just on how to handle your first powerlifting competition and a lot of these stay true to to every powerlifting competition you ever competed <laughs> you know late into your your powerlifting career Now, obviously as you go on you can start to experiment with with different approaches and, and things on the day but uh i do think at least in in my approach as a coach these are the fundamentals of uh, of powerlifting competition so thank you again for listening i hope everyone's training is going well and we will see you again in the next one